Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. He is your host, Willie. The first time is never the best, Matson. And he's your other host. He he'd tell you if he swallowed Scott Corolla. <laughs> We're a show all about Reddit again, covering all the ups and down votes in about 30 minutes. And if you like us, if you really like us, you can find more of us at TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube Shorts. All right. Was that fast enough for everybody? Was it good for you? Because here we go. Show is going. And I've never, I think, got a compliment for it being too fast. <laughs> well, let me compliment Usually you this a, week, oh, really? Willie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say thank you. You know, we save yeah, everybody. Welcome. We save everybody all of those annoying brought to you by, you know, produced by. It's just Willie and myself. I make it and Scott posts it. Mm-hmm. There you go. You figured out the show. I saw a trailer today, Scott, and I was the really side of the pumped road? about it. On the side of the road? It was just, it had a horse in it. The guy punched it right in the <laughs> face. And the horse shut up. What do you know? A horse shut right up. <laughs> shut right up. No, it was a it was a, a trailer for a movie. And I would be willing to bet that you have seen the precursor to this movie. This is a sequel. I bet you've seen the, the prequel? precursor to this film. It wouldn't be called a prequel because it's not in threes. It's just the first, the first of a preckend, preckend, yeah, the preckend <laughs> show. I bet you've seen this film over a dozen times. The Matrix. No, and the sequel, The is Secret Life out of Pets, this Holiday. You've seen The Secret Life of Pets over a dozen <laughs> times. Uh, it's stuck in the DVD player. I can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> you have a DVD player? I'm talking about. A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story is the worst movie of all time. Right? Is that the one How? I'm thinking about? With the the fucking gun and with the, the lamp? Uh-huh. And that pudgy kid with glasses who grew up and did all right, you know, wasn't ruined like a bunch of other well, child stars. I know I know your opinion. That no he's not dead. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> he, in fact, did not shoot his eye out. He's coming out with a sequel to that film. He's the adult. Hold on. There was a sequel to that film, and it might be worse than that movie. If you don't know about this, I watched it the uh, two or maybe it was last Christmas. But, yeah, it's called, like, A Christmas Story 2, The Search for More Money. And it's about kids with battling tops. It was like the prequel or precursor, prekend to Beyblades. No. I kid you not. Look it up. IMDb it right now. I'm doing it right now. Oh, my God. Hold on. All right. So A Christmas Story 2 mm-hmm. is a 2012 American Christmas comedy film directed by Brian Levent. He probably hasn't done anything since this. <laughs> uh, it's a sequel to the 1983. So the film I'm talking about. I guess rounds out the the. It trilogy. is a prequel. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> it's not a prequel. It rounds out the trilogy. Yeah. This, this film that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Does it star the same people? No. I mean, it's some of them have to be dead by now, right? Probably. It's not. It's honestly, it's not worth looking up if they're all dead or not. But I would tell you, I'm excited for this film. And everybody who's told me about it is not excited at all. Is Mariah Carey going to be in it? Like, do we have any big stars? 
Can you look up the listing? I guess. Of course I can. Please. The guy who played Ralphie yeah. in A Christmas Story. Right. He's got The be actor's s- name is Peter Billingsley. Sure. Oh, yeah. He was an elf. He's been in a couple uh, smaller roles ever since. He is known as the producer of the fan favorite 2000 film. It's a small film. Iron Man. Oh. <laughs> and co- playing a guy named... William Ginter Riva in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Of and course. a producer for Four Christmases. This man has done some stuff. <sighs> it broke my heart when I found out that A Christmas Story was part of the MCU. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Christmas, can I just say, last week you started by asking me what month it is. Willie, I'm going to ask you the same question. I have decked the halls so hard. (laughs) I bet you have. Your room (laughs) is surprisingly white. It's very shiny. Tell me. Tell me. Tell the listeners as we get ready for election day. (laughs) (laughs) After you're listening to this show, if you didn't vote, you're the problem. (laughs) It is the month of November. That's right. And for all you no-nutters out there, stay strong, my brothers and sisters. But... Can we because please? Because we know you're blue. Can we? Can, <laughs> can we please just take a minute to acknowledge November and the somewhat potentially, you know, not so great holiday, but traditionally for a handful of people, enjoyable holiday that is Thanksgiving, and and not because of all the drama that comes along with it. But mostly for turkey. I don't think turkey gets enough respect as the bird that we should all be looking at and feasting on more often or for you vegetarians and vegans. Never again. When's the last time you saw a turkey just in the wild? Uh, three weeks ago in my neighborhood. Same, except mine was probably like two weeks ago and we were walking around. And there was just like three turkeys in a mm-hmm. yard, and we had to walk around them. I'm like, I, are they as mean as geese? Uh, like, geese will take your nuts off. I, I I don't know, but they're they're bastards if they need to be. I mean, look at their face. You don't walk a around bunch of with John a, Snows. Yeah, you don't walk around with a face like that and not like be able to defend yourself. The other yeah, birds. When you're that when you're that ugly, <laughs> it, it's all personality at that point. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can respect turkey as a solid food. I have never really understood, I guess, like this whole preparation. There's so much work that goes into prepping a turkey that people risk life and limb to cook it the proper way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's worth that amount of effort for a meat that could just be interchanged with like a pork chop or, or a chicken breast. I get it. A chicken's a smaller bird. Doesn't take as long to prepare. Don't have to do as much with it. I feel the, the turkey industry, though, like gives you a range. You can get a small turkey that's the size of a GMO chicken. Right? I mean, we know this. It's a good analogy. Yeah. But I think the solution, the solution oh. is Costco just needs to start selling rotisserie turkeys. Mm-hmm. On the day of Thanksgiving. That's the only thing that they do. You can come in for a two-hour window and get a already-made, perfectly supple, juicy 
turkey. And it only costs $6. Come on, Costco. We just gave you <laughs> free publicity filled with $1 hot dogs. And churros, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's the topping. That's the sprinkle on top. All right, Scott. I, I have two quick ones for you today. But speaking of you know, waking up and having to make certain choices, today in the subreddit, Rare Insults, there's a post that says Batman versus Superman and some fan logic. Okay. <laughs> Let me get through the whole thing first, and then I want to break it down with you. But it says, you wake up as Superman. What is the first thing you do? Think about that. Okay. But the, to- but the comments say, I go back to sleep and wake up hoping to be Batman. <laughs> to which somebody responds and says, yes, because... If I wake up as an alien demigod who can fly at supersonic speeds and lift an aircraft carrier above my head, the first thing I'll think is, I wish I were an unstable orphan in a bat costume. (laughs) I I saw John Oliver talk about Batman. His kink is crime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's really just a furry in a a latex bat suit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I maybe that dude just really hates his parents. Like, <laughs> just like, ugh, there's got something there. What is this question you're wanting to ask me? Would I want to wake up as Superman? Because the answer is yes. Well, okay. So before we get to that, would you rather, I guess, wake up as Batman or Superman? I like my family, so Superman. Even though what? technically <laughs> all of his family's dead too. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. And the whole Let's... planet, so. No. I'm going to backtrack this one, one like more second. I feel like waking up You're... as Superman every single day. You know, just a little bit, though. <laughs> a little bit at a time. <laughs> just back it, back it up for a second, Scott. Okay, you wake right. up. Your <laughs> life has not changed, and ah. all you maintain is either Superman's charisma, mm-hmm. his good looks, mm-hmm. and superpowers, or Batman's charisma, good looks, and wallet and yeah. and money. <laughs> <laughs> Still Superman. Come on. I know, right? That doesn't seem like it's difficult. So, all right, we both agree Superman is the best way, yeah. the best choice yeah. in this situation. So you wake up, you're Henry Cavill, but with like powers. I've What's just, the first thing you do? I've just sent I quit to the Witcher team via email. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing I do? Yeah. The very first thing I do, I'll probably take a spin around the globe. I have to once and for all with like a GoPro and live stream it saying like, hey, flat earthers, this one's for you. (laughs) Once and for all. That's great. I would probably do something similar, but I I do want to point out that before I go to bed, the last thing I would do. Masturbate. Is (laughs) and see how far I can shoot it. Well, before you go to bed, it's just going to be the normal couple inches, you know? Do you think he can, like, just, like, launch it through Oh, the oh, you're talking. It's like a bullet. I thought. Do you think he can shoot it one you direction said you were gonna and go fly the other? Well, I just hope you got renter's insurance because it's going through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think overall, if you were to turn into Superman, you would have the ability to do more good than if you turned into Batman. Uh, the last comment I will say is the knights who say... Knee? Nay. It's yep. Knee. 
said, can I be Aquaman? I really just want to fuck fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are we here? What are we the doing? The boys got it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of things that make me want to forget everything you just said. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Liquid Death. Today in Damn That's Interesting. Did you know that there's a town called Hogwi, which is not in the Harry Potter universe, oh, but well, <laughs> is in fact a secured village in the Netherlands specifically for people with dementia, where they can act out a normal life while being monitored and assisted by caretakers in disguise. Remind you disguise of Disguised as what? Furries? No, no, no. They're just disguised, not as like... They're not walking around in their doctor clothes and their nurse clothes. Oh. They're just wearing normal clothes. So here's Does the thing. It remind me of something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are put into a place where you get to live your life, but everyone around you is not your friend. They are paid and trained to be there. Oh, it's the Truman Show. Yes, exactly. This is a real place. But how cool is that? Because... I don't know if you've read anything terribly, uh, you know, close to what it's like to live with dementia. Mm-mm. But I've read a lot of stories about people who are living with people who have dementia and how it's just heartbreaking because, I mean, this is somebody you've known your whole life and they can't mm-hmm. even recognize you and you wake up and say the same thing every day. There's several TikTokers that I've seen um, it's it's very heartwarming to see like the amount of love and care that they go into yeah. uh or that they put into their parents or other loved ones' lives. Just like doing simple things and helping them remember. But this whole town is designed to just do that so that these people can live out respectful lives for however much time they have on this planet. On a serious note, Scott, you and I both have parents who are starting to age. Mm-hmm. They're getting to the point where care is getting tiring and we never know really if like if we go to bed if we're going to wake up and if they're going to be in a good spot and and what level of work that's going to involve i have a few co-workers who one in particular just took their parents in because one of them wasn't doing well so they have like a mother-in-law suite where mom and dad live with them so they have kids husband and wife and their parents all living under one roof. And it's not Willy Wonka. Mm-mm. It's just life. I think that something like this city is really cool. Because one thing that the U.S. does a really piss poor job of is caring for older generations. Caring for the elders. Caring for children, nonetheless. And mm, there's yeah. other countries over in like the, the Scandies that will have retired adults caring for children as part of the community which i think is fascinating it makes children feel uh more engaged and less afraid of older adults Mm -hmm. and i think that's really awesome i think the one travesty in this story that you told me is i can't go on to twitch and watch it right and and the first comment or top comment is that there is a little bit more nuance here there is no constant CCTV. So like there's no rights being <laughs> violated. This is very much a respectful neighborhood. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> the The people that live in this neighborhood as the helpers, they get to live a normal life as well. But 
when they're there, they prepare food and socialize and do hobbies with all the residents. The village is designed to work in a loop, so like every day is the exact same, so residents can't wander off, and uh, there's a particular design to help them locate where they are and where they live. This person got a chance to have dinner with the person who came up with the idea and said that happiness, the happiness level of the residents is just as important as the quality of the medical care that they're receiving. That's cool. I fully respect that. We, like my senior year of college, our big project, it was like a a full year project, which felt daunting at the time, but I really respect it for going through it. Uh, We had to go study a plot of land in St. Paul. This is a real project, by the way. One of the things that was touted to us was you're going to spend a year, all of these students are going to spend a year designing a rehab facility and a primary care building in St. Paul for people in different stages of dementia and Alzheimer's. And so we needed to research the land, research dementia and all the different stages that they go through and design a space Hmm. that could potentially be used by uh, the University of Minnesota and Fairview to create a new, like, inpatient care facility how many of you came up with this i just my project was pretty fast i i was a procrastinator so i did nothing the whole year and then really all i did was said like broken pool sticks in the center of cage and fight it out i mean i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say like i made a maze and in the middle is just a, a, a an incinerator you know just like <laughs> oh my god no I at least let them fight it to win. Yeah, I guess that's something, you know. (laughs) Speaking of things that would be scary if they were to ever happen to you, this week in the subreddit, today I learned there is a post that says British Airways Flight 9 flew through a cloud of volcanic ash, causing all four engines to stop. Uh, So the captain... uh, Last time I checked, that's bad. (laughs) Very. <laughs> so the captain came over uh, his uh, over the speaker. His name is Eric Moody and told the passengers, we have a small problem. All four engines have stopped. We are all doing our damnedest to get the thing going again. I trust you are not in too much distress. Small problem. <laughs> Did you ever hear the joke that is exactly like this story? No. Okay. So. Two passengers sit next to each other on a plane. Captain comes over the airways and goes, hey, passengers, just want to let you know that um, one of the engines has gone out, but uh, the other three are working just fine, and uh, that's more than enough to fly the plane. A couple minutes later, captain comes over the loudspeaker again, says, uh, hey, everybody, just want to let you know that actually two of the engines have gone out, but uh, no worries. We still have two engines. Plane can fly exactly like if we had four passengers are you know starting to get a little uneasy but they seem they seem fine Uh, another minute goes by (laughs) captain again listen everybody just wanted to let you know i am obligated to tell you that the third engine has gone out but believe it or not this plane was designed to fly on just one engine so we are totally fine and nothing to worry about just might take us a little bit longer to get where we're going the one passenger that was sitting next to the other, leans over and goes, "Uh man, 
if that fourth engine goes out, we'll just be up here all day. (laughs) (laughs) Can I give you some facts about this? Because I I heard this and we've talked about this off show, but we have a trip planned to the Bahamas in February. I'm not really afraid of flying, but Mm -hmm. I read stories like this and I get a little nervous. So... Uh, there's some facts about this situation in the comments. Do you think they lived or died, first of all? I think I would have heard of this crash, this travesty, because I think I read enough about volcanoes, and I read enough about, um, like, catastrophes. There are several subreddits that are about, like, mechanical failure or just, like, you know, things that have gone horribly wrong that were not meant to or could have easily been solved. If they just take a little bit more care. So I don't think I've ever read the story about the dumbass pilot who flew through a volcano and crashed his plane. You are correct. So let me give you two facts. This person said they had to land by instruments and using a tiny crack in the windshield. The windows had been sandblasted by the volcanic ash and were effectively opaque, like frosted glass. Wow. They glided from 37,000 feet to 12,000 feet and established a world record at the time for gliding in a non-purpose-built airframe for gliding. Hmm. The passengers and crew would regularly get together in the following years under the banner of Gelunging Gliding Club. Gesundheit. So here's one other bonus fact for you. This flight and another one had a similar problem a few weeks later. Uh, Why? We're the the ones that made them re-examine the assumption that volcanic ash, like rain, wouldn't affect plane engines. Because to your point, Scott, commercial jet engines are designed to have a ton of stuff get stuck through them without any problems. During testing, they literally do the equivalent of spraying a fire hose into a running engine to make sure that it'll keep up during rain. But they don't throw geese into it? They overlooked something with volcanic ash, though. It's mostly just silica. When it blows through the engines, it melts and turns into glass, literally crushing the engine into place. Wow. That sounds awesome, but terrifying. (laughs) The fact that I, who have a bachelor's and associate's degree, and have never taken a... I haven't even played Flight Simulator, okay? Like, that's how much not into flying I am. But I still know it's not a good idea to fly through anything that has the word volcanic in front of it. <laughs> well, speaking of plane crashes, Willie... What? <laughs> <laughs> if you died, uh, have you ever thought about... Not if I shouldn't say if when you die, have you thought it was open enrollment this week for for my insurance? (laughs) Oh, I have accidental death and dismemberment insurance. What are you going for here? I don't know why you're flying for your job, but uh... (laughs) (laughs) when you die, have you thought about how you want to be remembered? Like, do you want to be buried in a coffin? Do you want to be cremated? Do you want to be turned into a tree, shot into space? What's what's the deal? where am I going to There's visit a lot of versions of that. But, but when my when my grandma passed away, my dad's mom, we did an illegal thing and spread <laughs> her ashes in a lake. Did you know that that's illegal? You can't do that. 
Yes, I don't want to be drinking your grandma. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's like way in northern Minnesota. It was like a iconic spot, and we just not for people for us. My what if, what my grandpa, a, on the other hand, oh, okay, huh? I, said, I was gonna say, what if it's like a radioactive lake, and you just made it haunted lake? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you what lake it is. So <laughs> it's the one with all the deaths. Okay. Yeah. My grandpa, on the other hand, up at our cabin, we tried to plant a tree and we put his ashes at the base of the tree. It was like his favorite thing. We planted it and the tree subsequently died. <laughs> so we planted another one and that one died. Your grandpa did not like trees. Apparently he fuck, hated trees. Fuck this tree in particular. <laughs> <laughs> So I've, I like I've seen a lot of moments like that, which means to say he has not thought about it at all. He figures he's I don't think live I forever. would want to. I don't think I would want to be buried in a cemetery. Okay, I would be fine being cremated and illegal. But I strewn. don't want to be put on somebody's mantle. I mean, I get it. I get the attachment thing, but also a little weird. Uh, where where am I tossing jettison your ashes? Me, jettison me into space. Like put me in that new like super science thing that like super science. That company that just created that new machine to launch satellites into space by putting it through this, like, super fast orbital thing and then just, like, whipping it into space. Have you seen that? I have not. You know how, like, people in the Air Force need to get into that, like, G-force centrifuge, yeah. thing? A centrifuge. But put it on its side, like, <clears throat> almost, almost straight up. A little bit like this. It's a And skeet? it's a big circle. It's a giant skeet and what shoot? They, yeah. And essentially, they just spin it around, it gets enough momentum, and then just fucking launches the thing straight into the space. Oh, well, today I learned that there's a giant company called Yeet NASA. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of this is pertaining to my story of the week, which is from Next Fucking Level. There's a dude who just created a sarcophagus, a 3,000-pound tomb so to speak and do you know what he put inside i in fact do know what he put yeah, inside this yeah of all the things he could choose to bury and create some time capsule not to be open for like ten thousand years i think it was what he ended up deciding to put in there for future civilizations if there are any is a flaming hot cheeto bag suspended in resin and i think some weird cables from that latest hellraiser film like I don't know <laughs> what the hell they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> but this was actually going to be my downvote for a minute because I'm like, why? Why did you just pollute the earth with this waste of crap? Do was you there think a it's reason a of, why? Uh, I No. I mean, the top comment is that's a lot of work just to piss off some archaeologists in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and the second comment is, as I sit and watch, I can't think of a bigger waste of time, energy, resources, or money. So, is this art? Or is this pollution? Are they not the same in a lot of ways? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Willie thinks that all art museums are just a waste of space. Take that, MoMA. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this because... If I were to choose a favorite chip, mm -hmm. Cheetos all day. Really? Number one is classic Cheetos. They got it right on round one. But in a close second place is Flaming Hot Cheetos. Now, let me backtrack a little bit here 
and say that Flaming Hot Cheetos would be third place. My second place is Hot Takis because they're just more, they're superior. You bought into the hype, my friend. You, you want to know how much I love Hot Takis? Tell me. Better yet, let me show you. I swear to God, if you shove these Hot Takis in any other orifice than your mouth, then you've proven your love. <laughs> I will understand when, when it. What do you see what this looks like? That That's an apt response to this. <laughs> Oh no! They're hot taki meat sticks, <laughs> and it just looks like a dried, a dried turd. Oh my goodness! How good is it though? Like compared to the terrible, taki. it was so much worse than I was expecting. Oh dang! So sorry, sorry, hot taki, you can't be a sponsor. All I know is that when you eat something like that, some or sort of like cured specialized meat, your weight is bound to go up. Well, if I keep eating these hot Takis, my lifespan's going to go down. It's sometimes good. It's sometimes not. It's time for Ups and Down Votes with Willie and Scott. Well, my upvote of the week is from Unexpected, and it is just titled The Savagery. Now, Willie, you and I have had a couple people on the show. We're kind of practicing our interview style. One of the things that we're probably going to have to do in the future is go outside and talk to people. Strangers on the on the road. I don't wanna <laughs> do it for the algorithm. <laughs> but we might be lucky one day to run into somebody who's as magical as this. Me, Take sir. a look. If you have a couple minutes, Cheeky why don't we? Uh, uh, more than a couple of minutes. You got many more than a couple of minutes. Why is that? Because I got nothing else to do. You have a tinge of an accent. You're from England. Very well dressed. Well, yours is a very. A little bit like American a British accent. Santa. How long have you been in America for? Too long. What do you like about yeah, the that's, city? That's Nothing. a pimp cane if I've ever seen one. I've been in most parts of the world, unlike the most American. This is summer Santa. He hasn't grown his beard in yet. He hasn't put on the What pounds. a sassy little shit. <laughs> the of their interest in other people and other countries is nil. The number of people in this country who have passports except to go to Canada to Cancun. I'm going to what Cancun. do you love most about <laughs> Americans? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Listen, this old fuck, can I dispel some of the things that he said? Because uh, I, like, I saw this argument on TikTok. The distance from Seattle, Washington mm-hmm. to Miami, Florida is further than Spain to Moscow. Okay. America is enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's this negative opinion about Americans get that out. we don't <laughs> that we don't get out, that we never go see anything else. But I want to point this out that the size of Europe, mm-hmm. each one of those countries is roughly the size of a state, the average size state in the United States, excluding things like Alaska and Texas. However, I don't think you listen to the guy. It's not about visiting another state. We're all the United States. It's the same. It's not like the UK. Is it though? It is. It's very different. We just got done with an election. and You're telling me that Minnesota is the same as Florida or Georgia? Yes. Yes. For all intents and purposes, they're different people with different accents, different belief systems, Every, everything. <laughs> okay. You, you they can't. speak a different language. <laughs> Florida, you're right. Florida, maybe Texas. They don't want to be part of the United States, so it is like visiting a different country. <laughs> sure. 
But you can't tell me that the people of Russia are the same as the people of Italy, are the same as the people of Egypt, are the same as the people they of... They all fought on the axis of evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> hey, speaking of the axis of evil, Scott, my downvote of the week. Oh, God. <laughs> Not really a Reddit story at all. It's just Twitter. Oh, boy. Just Come all on. of it. I don't have any I don't have any specific stories. Just go to go to Reddit. Go to popular and say top of the week and all it's going to be is Uncle Elon and Twitter. And that's it. And I don't know if anybody could have predicted that in a 2 week span we would see Kanye West <laughs> and Elon Musk saying some of the craziest shit ever and banning half of Twitter. And firing half of their employees. If I mute, because you can mute words on Twitter, you know, if I mute Elon Musk, does that mean like I don't see any posts? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just says 404. Yeah. <laughs> You've reached the end. Congratulations, Scott. <laughs> and I think we've reached the end of our show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. We really appreciate you all joining us. If you like the show, please leave us a review on wherever podcasts you listen to us or watch us. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next week.